Second hour of the show begins right now. Back here at 105.5 The Roar. Zach Orr, Roy Philpott, 654-7627. Our phone number, it is 654-ROAR. NBA playoffs can be best summed up as such. Golden State, Cleveland, NBA Finals. Just get us there. Because really nothing else matters a whole heck of a lot. Nene's now out for the Rockets for the rest of the postseason. They're not going to beat the Spurs. Doesn't matter anyways because San Antonio's not going to beat Golden State. Nobody's beating Cleveland. It'll be the Cavs and the Warriors in what could be an epic seven-game series coming up ah, next month, middle of next month. That's when it'll happen. And uh, so that's all you need to know right now about the playoffs. Mentioned a little Clemson baseball in our first hour. Tigers, Furman tonight, 7 o'clock first pitch, 6.30 pregame coverage. Furman comes in red hot, purple hot, won 14 of the last 16 games. Tigers won the game earlier this season. Legend Roberton is transferring out of Clemson basketball. Really didn't get into that too hot and heavy. He will uh, play basketball now for head coach Richie Riley, the former Clemson assistant down at Nichols, Nichols State. Actually, I did a Nichols football game a few years ago. It's one of the first ESPN three football games ever. It was like Nichols and... Louisiana Lafayette. Mm-hmm. Big time matchup. Uh, huge. Yeah. Raging Cajun country. And Nichols prefers to be called Nichols, not Nichols State. It's Nichols. So he touched down Nichols. What was the first game you ever did? First football game? Uh, it's like Wake Forest and uh, Presbyterian, I think is what it was. There you go. You file that one away. There you go. Throw all the records out. I'll put it on your Wikipedia page. <laughs> Please, God, no. <laughs> Please, no. Roberton, the second player to transfer out of Brabernell's program, the offseason, Ty Hudson, the other, neither one, major losses, and that opens up a spot. And of course, they also got the transfer in from Michigan. Donnell, I believe is how you pronounce his last name, and uh, he'll have a chance to contribute, maybe off the bench, maybe shoot a little bit this coming season. Kid from Valpo looks good. Yeah, Val- uh, Scar? Yeah. Yeah, I think he's going to be a good player. Nice boy, fit as well. Boy can shoot. Yeah, he can shoot. That's a big deal. We were talking about media. We were talking... I guess we started that conversation with uh, recruiting yes. in our last hour and, and kind of the niche market and kind of what it, how it's changed in recent years and those kinds of things. And it's, it's all a very fun conversation. I, I would take it to the next step because I've heard some discussions here about what's happened locally, layoffs in media. And one of the things that I mentioned at the end of last week, the day-to-day beat coverage and the demand for such coverage for newspapers, for ESPN, for niche websites. I, I don't think it quite is the same as what it used to be. And I think you got your finger somewhat on the pulse of this. You would agree with that, I assume, right? It's it's a little different than what it was just five years ago, in part because of social media, in part because of social media and how organizations themselves now cover themselves, right? Right? I mean, we, we've seen that here at Clemson, right? Well, yeah, absolutely. You, uh, that, so think about it like this. When Dan Radakovich was hired here, there was a fairly aggressive initiative put out there by Clemson itself. And D-Rad was hired as the new athletics director. This is back, what, 2012? Somewhere back then? Mm-hmm. He's hired as a new AD. And so he's bringing in, I think, a very progressive, aggressive mentality and how they're going to brand themselves, how they're going to market themselves, how they're going to cover themselves. And basically, it came out in an internal memo that... While it's their uh, desire to have media cover Clemson athletics, it also needed to become more of a priority for Clemson to kind of cover it itself, right? And how they establish their brand, how they market their brand. Sure. 
how they publish content on their own official school website and that they wanted that to now become more of a hub or premium destination for Clemson fans to gain knowledge and to gain Clemson content. That was a very big deal at the time because everybody was kind of looking around at me. Well, wait a second. This kind of means that we've got now more of a competitor than ever before. You follow me? Sure. And it's not just Clemson that's been doing that. Even before we started to see that here, the NFL, it, it kind of roped off the practice fields and the game coverage and the video highlights and said, wait a second, we're going to try to monetize this for ourselves now. And we're not going to give traditional media the kind of access that it's had previously because we feel like we can make a buck or two. And oh, by the way, we can also control the message a little bit more with public relations and that kind of stuff. We can control what's happening a little bit more. Oh, and that'll be just fine. Right. I mean, that, that stuff started happening in the NFL 10 years ago. And, and then it started to filter over, I think, into the collegiate ranks. And we see it with other, you know, professional sports leagues as well. It's not just exclusive to the NFL. So what happened was you would traditionally have a beat where you would have, I don't know, Zach, five or six newspapers covering a particular organization or team. Uh, then you started to get the web presence mm-hmm. where you would have the fan sites emerge or then the network of fan sites, whether it was, uh, you know, Rivals or Scout or uh, 24-7 or, or CBS is now in the game and I think actually owns 24-7 and Scout. I don't even understand how that works. Uh, y- you would have all these different entities competing to break stories. Sure. And, you know, maybe one would break a story here and there or maybe there would be a dominant source there in that market. And then you'd have the team site that would kind of be hands-off. And, and they're there to post pictures every once in a while and, and, and to put out these uh, sunshine pumping articles about how great everything is. And you're not going to get any kind of opinion. You're certainly weren't going to get any kind of breaking news there. It was just kind of filler stuff. This is our website. This is out here. If you want to buy tickets and look at our schedule and print off a roster, you can do that there. That's how it used to be. And, and then all of a sudden they said, wait a second, we can monetize this with advertising revenue. Maybe in certain situations, a paywall was attempted to be put up in, in certain deals where you can make, you know, a subscription fee. Mm-hmm. Right? You make nine ninety five a month or whatever. We can, we can bring, we can build this alternate revenue stream. We can stream from our website. We can do that exclusively, maybe where you're not going to get it anywhere else. So that's going to make you want to come to our destination site here more than ever before. And then we can also kind of control the message. And so we got all these things that we weren't doing, but now we need to do that. From their perspective, you can certainly see why that would be something you want to do if you weren't doing it, let's say, in 2009. Okay, I want to do this because here's all the advantages, what I just named. How's it worked, though? Do you go to, let's say, the Braves? Do you go to the Braves website for your for your Braves videos or news? Do you do that exclusively? No. So it hasn't worked. Well, no, no. I mean, it depends. I, I, I think here, given the message that is consistently conveyed via all the different social media outlets, mm-hmm. I think it's worked better here that it has with most other teams, whether that's college teams or pro teams. I remember this was this is where, to a certain extent, it kind of got started in college. Where, I mean, people come here now and say, what are you guys doing to brand yourselves like this? Because we just want a small piece of that action, and we haven't figured it out quite yet. Would you agree with that? that they're, they're doing it better here than what they're doing at other spots, and, and we're kind of having two separate conversations. We are, because we're talking about branding right now, and we're talking well, about Well, we're, we're talking... Right. We're talking branding. We're talking 
controlling the message sounds a little bit harsh, but let's say that that's building well, the no, brand. Well, no, because that's a very fair point. The NFL controls the message. I think they do there. Stuff. I think they do it more than what we see in college. 100%. Okay. Clemson, for me, is... Clemson football is the, the obviously the one we're talking about, mainly. They don't tweet. They make a point not to tweet every single play that happens during a football game. That's straight from the word of, of Jonathan Gant. That, he says that. They don't want to do that. It'll overrun you with stuff. But they will tweet scoring plays. Right. And they'll have those cool graphics come up and, you know, touchdown Deion Kane and he's he's flexing in the, in the graphic, whatever it is. That's what they're, That's how they're controlling the message, I guess, if you want to go that way. No. That's that's a small part of it. I think that it makes everything that they're doing on their official website more attractive, more clickable, more I can visit here to see what kind of creative thing they're doing next. Do you? Yes. I've never once clicked on their okay. official website. Okay, right, right, right. I'm going to take it to the next step. What also has happened in the midst of this social media revolution is now you've got schools themselves or DallasCowboys.com or at Braves.com, attending every press conference, sometimes getting behind-the-scenes access, behind-the-scenes quotes, behind-the-scenes interviews, behind-the-scenes video, and they're creating content for their sites or publications that maybe can't be found elsewhere because, well, they've got the ability to control that message, taking it a step further. Now you see schools, teams, leagues, transcribe every single word from every single press conference and it's distributed to every single media outlet and it's all nice and tidy right there for you even if you're not there covering that press conference. Good news is you don't have to type it all up yourself. The bad news is the majority of the interviews come in a press conference setting. Everybody gets the same stuff. So ask yourself this. If everybody for the most part is all getting the same stuff, how feasible is it for 10 different organizations to continue to all publish similar kinds of things for the next five years and all 10 of those organizations still exist? When, oh, by the way, you can kind of get all that same coverage from the official school side or official team side itself. Think about that. Sure. I mean, that's it. So that kind of stuff is not going to be, you're not going to have 15 different websites and newspapers all publishing the same content five years from now because there's just not a need for it. There's not a demand for it. Furthermore, the typical beat coverage that used to occur when you could go get a scoop or find out something maybe that somebody else couldn't, the second that that is released, it's on Twitter, it's on Facebook or Facebook Live or whatever other social media outlet that's out there. And you can kind of ascertain what's happening on your own timeline without even going to that particular site to understand what's going on. You just get, okay, all right, so what what happened at practice today? Oh, okay, this reserve linebacker broke his foot. Check. Okay, so he, he's going to be out for the next three weeks. Okay, mm-hmm. am, am I compelled? Am I inclined to go read that story the way that I used to be when it's just, it's right here on my smartphone. I got a little update, the little blurb. It flashed the badge on my iPhone, and it said, here's the update. Sure. Okay, so I, I'm not even going there, right? So, I mean, so... Beat coverage, I think, has changed because anything major that happens, nine times out of 10, if not 99 out of 100, the organization's going to put something out itself about what occurred and likely in a fairly timely manner where you're not kind of beating the bushes trying to find out some kind of scoop that maybe somebody else wouldn't have. So you, you, you follow me with all this? So it's easy for the consumer or the reader to be very lazy because we all are. We just want it delivered straight to our phone. 
and not do the investigative reading ourselves because, well, we, we, we kind of understand what's going on in 140 characters or less. So what does that do? Well, it, it, it makes the priority of the average beat writer, and I don't like it because I used to do it. It, it lessens it. It lessens the importance of it because all the information is free-flowing to begin with anyways. It's like you cut out the middleman. The information was there in the past. You needed the re reporter to get it, and now you really don't need that anymore. You follow me? You catch my drift on this? 654-7627 if you want to talk about it. 654-ROAR. And, and, and I'm not telling you this is necessarily a good thing because what that what that means is, and, and not just in sports but in the, in the general media to begin with, if you're cutting out the middleman, then the checks and balances that would be naturally in place with the media to begin with no longer are there in a prominent way like how they used to be. And so if something bad happens and it needs to be reported, well, maybe you don't find out about it. Now that interests me. Okay. So so that's an issue. And that's mm -hmm. not to say that the that media is going to completely go away like blockbuster video. I, I don't think that's the case, but it, it's just a very tough space to be operating in right now. And it's not just newspapers. It's everywhere. Because it's so competitive, and everybody wants to do it, and everybody wants to scoop, and everybody wants to call games and do this, that, and another, and there's just not enough of those jobs, and the demand is changing by the day. And literally five years from now, the way that we all look at these things could be completely different than what it is now, and really, five years ago, it's a lot different than what it was then, today. 654 Aurora. I'll get a couple of phone calls on this. Josh and Liberty's up with us first in this hour. Josh, good afternoon. Roy, how are you? Doing very well. Well, I call and get on the media stuff, and I'm I'm 29. I'll be 30 shortly here at the end of the month. But I can remember, you know, being I don't know, 15, going to the actual ClemsonTigers.com mm -hmm. website, right? Mm -hmm. You know, like I never go there now. I'm a TigerNet loyal follower, so I I never I don't I never find myself going to the actual team website anymore. It's always it's always TigerNet for pretty much everything, all my news and coverage. And why is that? I that's just that's just the place I started looking at probably about five or six years ago, and that that's where I go. Speaking of speaking of TigerNet, they had an awesome Hunter Renfro video on there. You guys should check out. I don't know if you've seen it or not. I don't think that but, that's something that that website produced though. I, I think that it actually came from one of the traditional media outlets. They cover the program, but see, but but you attributed oh, yeah. to TigerNet, right? I mean, because that, that's just where you go. Yeah, right. That's that right, and, and that's mm. the point you're trying to make about the media. Yes, it is. You just made another point for us, but I'll save that for a second. But that's where you go. So you you <laughs> don't you don't visit the official website that often. No, no. Okay. I, I I very rarely. Every once in a while, I, I might go on there for something, but most of my Clemson news all comes from TigerNet. All right, good to know, my friend. Thank you, Josh. I appreciate that. See, that that that's another component to all of this. And that's part of the danger of being in the content business today. I mean, think about what he just said there. He's talking about a piece of content that did, did not originate at that Clemson website. Mm -hmm. But in his mind, it, it kind of did. That's where he found it. For the original publisher of that content, that's both good and bad because chances are that's going to get it more seen. It may be more visible there because that's a very popular Clemson community. And so that gets you more hits. It maybe gets you more hits with your with your ad traffic. So maybe you make a couple more pennies on the dollar or whatever, and it gets you more views. But yet people aren't attributing that to you, right? That's a conundrum in itself. 
Hey, it's, it's crazy. You got the content and you produce the content and it's fantastic content, but it's just being aggregated via other sites and people think the other sites are doing it. That'll drive you mad if you think about it too long. The guy that originally created that content is like, okay, this is good. He saw it, but he thinks that it went here, mm -hmm. but it got me more views. What the hell does all that mean? I, I'm not smart enough to tell you. I'm not. I, I, I'm not smart enough to tell you that. You see what I'm talking about? It's a sticky situation. Very sticky. And that website, right or wrong, is pretty sticky because it, it operates in that space, and it can, and it's perfectly fine to do so. But you're more in the business of aggregating content, and they create their own as well. Let's point that out. And they the do, content is good, and I like the majority of their stuff is not their own. Right. Let's not pretend that it is. Well, well, I mean, they, they work the beat. They send people out. They're doing their thing. Okay. I, I don't want to downplay that. Is it kind of a mix between just being a message board kind of thing to being a website creating content? Because that's what they are, right? Right. Is is there a, there's a niche for that, I guess? Is there, Absolutely there is. And that's okay. That is okay. No one's feelings getting hurt. No one's going to be upset about this. Right. And... and and to the original publisher of the content that Josh and Liberty was talking about, it's going to get him extra views, more eyeballs. All right, that's, that, that's fantastic. But not on his website, not on his space. Think about what he said, where the content came from. Yeah, yeah. Right? See, that would piss me off, though. Absolutely that, it would. That would give me going a little bit. Absolutely. More on this coming up. I got more of your calls as well. 654-7627. Back with those and more after this. You can be the spark. To bring light where there was dark. To leave an everlasting mark. To walk. To reflect. To run. To ride. To remember. And to bark. To create an inspiring landmark. To, to complete, complete the, the Cancer, Cancer Survivors, Survivors Park. Park. The Cancer Survivors Park is located in downtown Greenville, between Falls Park and Cleveland Park. Be the spark. Give today and remember always at cancersurvivorspark.org. It's that time of year. Summertime is creeping in and you panic while looking at your yard. McNeely's Store and Rental is here for you with Steel Dealer Days April 7th through May 28th. Take an extra 10% off non-sale items. Come out April 28th through April 29th for deals and food provided by Palmetto Smokehouse. Demo new steel battery-powered line products. You heard that right. This is not your grandpa's chainsaw. McNeely's Store Rental, 980 Tiger Boulevard in Clemson. Need to travel? Edwards Auto Sales in Walhalla has the area's best prices on new Ford trucks, cars, and SUVs. In business for over 50 years, shop Edwards Auto Sales for all your automotive needs. Anything that's made just for you is a perfect fit, right? Like a tailored suit. It fits your measurements. No one else's. That same kind of fit is exactly what Engineered Sleep strives for. A mattress made just for you, built to your sleeping patterns and habits. What could be more important than a good night's rest? Engineered Sleep wants to make it a perfect night's rest. If after a couple of weeks you find it's not perfect, Engineered Sleep will adjust it until it is. Visit their location at 627 Congaree Road to see the process. Learn how your mattress is made. By manufacturing your custom-made mattress at their factory, you're saving money because there is no middleman. Factory to you. And you can score a significant discount by picking up your mattress instead of having it delivered. Engineered Sleep. It's not mattress shopping. It's an experience. 
No matter where you're going, you'll see hundreds of convenience stores along your route. What sets Loco Mart in Clemson apart? Quality gasoline at awesome prices? Yes. Rewards to help you save even more money? Yes. But you'll also find a huge craft beer selection at Local Mart that you wouldn't find at a normal convenience store. There's only one stop you need to make. Local Mart on Old Greenville Highway and Highway 123. Proudly locally owned and operated. Marathon. Fueling the American spirit. It's always a good time to look and feel good. At Rooster's Men's Grooming Center, you can count on a team that will make you feel your absolute best. The many services provided will keep you coming back for more. Come by for anything from a close shave and professional haircut to a seven-step facial shave. Fellas, treat yourself. You deserve it. Don't have enough time on your hands for the full service? Ask us about our express cut. Call 864-884-8920 to make your appointment. Hey, this is Joseph from Local Q, inviting you to come try our famous house smoked wings. Tossed in our signature barbecue rub, these wings are sure to leave an impression. Pick between any of our 10 sauces, including a blueberry chipotle barbecue, coconut curry, and inferno for the daring. We also offer great lunch specials Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m., and a unique brunch menu Saturday and Sunday from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Visit us at 30 Orchard Park Drive, Suite 7, or online at www.localq.com. Remember, Local Q is 21 and up at all times with a valid ID. Using the Groupon app, you can save up to $100 a week on what you do every day, like haircuts. Because even if you don't need a haircut, you're eventually going to need a haircut. Unless you're bald, in which case Groupon can save you a lot of money on skincare. The point is, using Groupon can save you up to $100 a week. Getting a massage? Check Groupon. Manny Petty? Check Groupon. Looking for nearby yoga classes? Use the top-rated Groupon app to save up to $100 a week on what you do every day. Download the app and save. Groupon. Oreo just released the new firework Oreo cookie with popping candy in the Oreo cream and want your ideas for what to create next. For the first time ever, you can submit your Oreo creation ideas using hashtag MyOreoCreation, then hashtag contest on Instagram and Twitter for the chance to win a grand prize of $500,000 cash. No purchase necessary. Residents of 50 USDC, Puerto Rico, 18 and older. Enter contest by 11.59 p.m. ET on 7.14.17. Void were prohibited. For all details, visit www.MyOreoCreationContest.com. This Mother's Day, let Jared turn your feelings into jewelry. Jewelry that tells her she's the best thing that ever happened to you. In a way that goes beyond words. It could be a piece jewelry designers created just for Jared. Or a piece we custom made just for you. Because we're more than a store that sells beautiful jewelry. We're jewelers. The one unique gift that makes her Mother's Day unforgettable. That's why he went to Jared. Middays means three great hours of sports talk on the Roy Philpot Show. Maybe we could live without the wisecracks. And now, back to Roy and Ben on WCCP 105.5 The Roar. In a sense, it's kind of like stealing content, isn't it? If you do that, but it's perfectly acceptable in today's media age that we live in to do what we just discussed. It's acceptable when you first talk about it and when you think about it, it's flat out wrong. Oh, now we're getting somewhere. Now this is getting deep. That's what it is. It's flat out wrong. Why is it flat out wrong? Because as long as you're attributing the, the, the video, the article, 
as you aggregate the content, you're, you're still providing this is the person that originally came up with this content. And we're just promoting it for them. It's like free promotion. If you want to be TMZ, be a TMZ. But you can't be TMZ and then create your own content on the side. You have to to, to pick a lane. Oh, oh, so that's there. interesting. Pick a lane. Oh, the hot takes only today, yeah, please. Absolutely. Hot takes only. So what Sports. you're saying is, all right. So if you are a website, it's one or the other. You you produce content, your mm -hmm. own content, absolutely, and that's it. Mm -hmm. You can't aggregate content from other sources. Why? I, I, what, what, I mean, or, or if you aggregate content, you can't produce your own. All right. People are saying, what does that mean, aggregating content? What we're talking about, Josh and Liberty just called us. We've been mentioning uh, niche markets and media and sports media today and talking about recruiting and how the recruiting covering game is, has changed in recent years and how we how we ascertain information, gain information. You, you guys know I'm a geek. This is one of the things we like to do uh, about once or twice a year. And so it, it all started with that. Josh and Liberty calls, and he says, you know what, Philpott, I don't really go to the official Clemson website as much as you probably think that, that I do or that, that you know, fans of Clemson do. We go there, and we look at the social media. We love it, of course. And all the numbers and the metrics, I think, are way up at, at the school's official site. He goes, I actually go to a different site. I go to TigerNet. And by the way, they came out with a really interesting article this week chronicling uh, Hunter Renfro. Uh, what, what, there was a name for it. I, I don't know. I don't remember what the name of it was. It was like a video. It, it, it wasn't produced by that entity. It was produced elsewhere. But he he attributed it to that particular website. Right? And so that's aggregating content. Mm -hmm. and, and so what you see with a lot of sites, it's not just that one. And that's not his fault for thinking that. No, it's not. No. But if you were the original creator of that content and it's being called property of website X, wouldn't that kind of get under your skin a little bit? Even if the promotion of that content and the aggregating of that content in that space gets you more eyeballs, right? It's a, it's a very perplexing dilemma. So we're, we're talking about aggregating content. And a lot of times when you do that, it looks like it's your own, but it's really somebody else's. And there's different ways to properly attribute, you know, different kinds of content. It could be a snippet from an article. Here's a link to the full article. It could be quoting the article in italics and quotes. And again, here's the full link and here's the author. But a lot of times what you see, it doesn't appear that way at all to the common eye. If you're mm -hmm. just looking at it quickly, it looks like that's a piece of content that was generated originally by that particular website. Sure. And so the aggregation of content occurs. And in some circumstances, it's obvious it's coming from somewhere else. In other circumstances, it's not so obvious. Zach's hot take of the day if you're in the aggregation business, then that should be your only business because otherwise it gets confusing if you're creating your own content and aggregating content from other sources. Mm -hmm. If you create your own content, then that's what you do. Oh. You don't aggregate it elsewhere. Absolutely. Yeah, I, that, that's not a bad deal. That's not a bad deal because what happens is if you are immersed in both sides, it is not obvious who's doing what. And it can be very easy to blur, to blur the lines between this is what we're doing, this is what we're not doing, but we don't care if you notice the difference. I, you know, it's it, it's kind of uh, murky waters. On the text line here, Brendan and Clemson says, really, it's no different from a newspaper pulling something from the Associated Press. Is that bad? No, it's entirely different because a newspaper is paying for that content. A newspaper is paying the Associated Press a monthly fee to have access to its reporters, its stories, its pictures, its videos, its imagery, and anything associated with it based off the deal that that newspaper or entity signed with the AP. They're paying for it. 
right? What we were just talking about there with Josh and Liberty, they're not paying for that. No. They're not paying for that. No. So it, it, it's not the same. If you have an established financial partnership where they're giving you content for cash, then you can do whatever you want per the nature of the contract that you ink with that particular entity. All right. Yeah. You can run our content, make sure that our author's name appears there. And then, you know, the byline there, it's got to have AP. It's got to have it right there. And, and that, that kind of stuff happens all the time. USA Today uh, will publish content and they farm it out to other sources. The Associated Press does it. Uh, there's been other entities that have come and gone over the years where, uh, you know, they those uh, relationships have been established. But that's a financial transaction. That's not aggregating content. The aggregation of content, there, there's no money exchange. It's you're taking something that somebody else has done. You're publishing a snippet, if not the entire piece on your site, hopefully citing in a very resourceful way who originally did it and then linking to that material so that people can go to it directly from there. And uh, but you're not paying for it, right? You're not paying for it. Let's see. Let's do a little, little test real quick. You going to do a test? Let's see. What, what, what do you got for me? I'm going to go no, find, no, find but, this video. All right, but keep in mind. All right, so we'll do this. And, and I, I need the full breakdown of it. I need the title. I need who first wrote it, came up with it, published it, and then what it actually looks like there. Keep in mind what we're talking about is perfectly legal. There is nothing out there that stipulates you can't aggregate content. This, you know, is ethically wrong, even though... I think the implication and the undertone of what we're talking about seemingly would be that it is. Because I, I think what you have in some spots is you would have a particular site or publication specialized in the aggregation of content. That's all that they do. And in a way, that is nice to be able to go to one spot and have it all there. But at the same time, it's nothing that they're actually doing. It's just somebody sitting behind a computer, copy and pasting links and articles that they themselves did not come up with. It, you know, it borders on plagiarism, but yet it's not. What do you got? It toes that line, doesn't it? It does toe that line. It does. It, it does. Mm. Yeah, all right, give it to me. It's what are we a talking gray about? Area for me. So this is the the big game hunter was a documentary on Hunter Renfro. Um, and big cow caps watch and then that that title. All right. So the title of it is watch. Big Game Hunter, documentary Hunter Renfro. Hunter Renfro. Big Game Hunter, yep. documentary on Hunter Renfro. So this this is an actual... Um, That's the link you click on. It's a video. It's a video. Okay. You go to the actual... You'll click on the link and it opens up to your page here. They do cite the Greenville News. All right, so they this, say, this video came from the Greenville the News. The Greenville News released an 11-minute documentary called Big Game Hunter. Uh, but they it's by a, a guy, the editor that works for TigerNet, who, who did this post. The article is by that particular person. Article. And uh, it says click the above photo for video, which links to Greenville Online where you have to go watch that. So you were going through the TigerNet to Greenville's website to watch it. Can I watch it in that space there? You cannot. You can't watch it there? Mm -mm. Okay. See, I, I mean, to me, that would be fair. I mean, because you're sending traffic to that source to get that information, correct? Yes. All right. The weird part about it is... That to the average viewer, you're completely unaware, for the most part, of what's happening, right? Because you're just so you're so curious about what this is. If this is something you really want to see, then you're going to click to go to the video, and you're going to go to a site that's that's off site. However, if you just look at this in a very quick way, 
you've got something where it looks like watch big game hunter by somebody associated with that site who is the associate editor and it seems like that this would be something that that individual created right absolutely and some people like i just clicked on another one it was a ryan carter giving a tour of clemson news facility mm -hmm. wasn't their tour or video so that website has blocked it on this website you have to go to them to their youtube page to view that video right which is understandable i'd do that too right it's a blurry line and it's an interesting conversation because this is happening everywhere. It's not unique here. And it happens in all kinds of media. And here's my take on it. I don't disagree with you, but to the average reader, viewer, listener, they couldn't care less. They just want the content. And therein creates the dilemma or conundrum. It's like the 17th time today we've used that word mm -hmm. for the for the person that originates that content. You're trying to build your brand, but yet it's somewhat covered up, but in a legal way. And yet you're also still getting the eyeballs from other places like this. You're getting those clicks. Right. At the end of the day, is that all that matters? Right. Kind is, of. Then, yeah, then this is fine. Right. But I'm not going to respect you as a, as a reporting <laughs> organization if you're just doing that. You take I, a little bit of an issue with it. Yeah. From a, from a media standpoint, we're in media. I'm not going to credit you as a, as a credible source. I'll take it to another level. Many times on this show, well, not many times, but let's say once in a while, sure. we'll play clips from old games that get gets us going. Musburger call, Clemson 2013 against Georgia. Chris Fowler call or Munson's call, uh, which actually we have the legal rights to be able to broadcast here as a flagship station. But we'll go outside of the CBS slash 105.5 The Roar Spectrum for a brief clip. Don't we pay for that privilege? Well, I mean, not necessarily from... An ESPN standpoint, I don't think. I mean, I you know, it's uh, I, I'm not aware of it. Okay. But now, if it's a network broadcast here, absolutely. Yeah. Every once in a while, we do that. So I mean, that happens. It just doesn't happen with the kind of frequency that we see here. Mm -hmm. I mean, how how much are you going to actually police something like that when, in turn, you could be actually helping that entity gain more hits, building its brand, more popularity, and so forth. I don't think there's a huge debate on whether or not they're gaining hits because they are getting the clicks, if you will. They're going to get the clicks. They're going to get that kind of stuff. But it's just credibility was what it comes down to. You, you just don't like it. I don't like it at all. You're not a big fan of no, it. No. Pick a lane. Did you arrive at that conclusion before arriving here at the station more than a year ago? Yes. That's always been the case. Oh, yeah. You identified this early and said, you know what? I'm not a huge fan of this. No, I didn't like it. Not at all. Because you, you follow these guys on Twitter, these guys that have thousands and thousands of, of Clemson faithful here on the who to follow. You know, they, they show up and you follow it. Mm-hmm. And then you, you see stuff that's tweeted out and like Clemson football will tweet the thing. And then like five minutes later, they're tweeting out the same thing. And it's just annoying. It's, it's not a retweet either. No, it's it's their own page to their website for you to go back to the Clemson football website. Ooh, man. Right. I mean, don't ask me to take you seriously. If you can fool the average reader into doing that, I mean, shame on the reader. But... In a sense, it is kind of like shifting content. I'm not going to say it's stealing because it's not that. But it's like, I'm going to borrow this content for a little bit, and then I want you to come look at my content to get you to their content. It's on the line. It's a little shady. It's, it's on a little the shady. Line. Everybody does it, though. A lot of people do it. Not everybody. Hey, just because I'm throwing out my trash doesn't mean you can take my trash. <laughs> <laughs> you know? That's one way to put it, Clark. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the way I would have described it, but that's one way. I'm just saying. 654-7627, 654-ROAR, our second hour. More of this coming up. 
after this break. Stay tuned. There's never been a better time to buy from George Coleman Ford, where cars cost less and travelers rest. For example, a 2017 Escape SC with front-wheel drive and EcoBoost engine, 26145 MSRP. Sale price right now at George Coleman Ford for just $22,999 plus sales tax and tag. Remember, there are never any dealer fees at George Coleman Ford, serving you for over 85 years and four generations. George Coleman Ford for the ride of a lifetime. Offer includes $2,000 rebate. You've heard folks talk about the sauce at Joe's New York Pizza. I'm here to tell you it is the sauce that makes the lasagna so great. Believe me, I know lasagna and Joe's New York Pizza lasagna is my favorite. Their homemade marinara sauce, beef, ricotta, and mozzarella cheese loaded with their special spices. The lasagna at Joe's New York Pizza, which comes with a salad and those famous garlic knots, is where it's at. Seneca or Clemson make it Joe's New York Pizza for lasagna with the sauce. I'm here with Lucian Lee of Hales Jewelers. Lucian, you've got Mother's Day, graduations, Father's Day, and engagement season. What's it mean to Hales? These occasions are all about love and appreciation. Hales is so fortunate to be known as the place to go when someone wants the most memorable gift they can give. We'll help you pick out something absolutely beautiful. Come to Hales for the gift of a lifetime. Hales on Haywood Road, a little south of the mall. Hi, it's Monty Lee. My first season as Clemson baseball coach was sure exciting. We were ACC champs, made possible by great efforts by the whole team, and maybe a little luck. When you talk to the folks at Blue Ridge Security Solutions about residential or commercial security, luck is not part of the equation. These are serious professionals, each one well-trained for a specific role. Technology is always evolving, and Blue Ridge Security Solutions will be right on top of it. Did you hear about their video doorbell? BlueRidgeSecuritySolutions.com. Serious security. Since 1902, Carrier has been a leader in producing the most advanced heating and air systems in the world. For 25 years, Carolina Heating Services has been providing top quality heating and air conditioning services in the upstate. Today, the new Carrier Infinity Heating and Cooling System represents the best that both have to offer. For a limited time, Carolina Heating is giving away a free AC system with the purchase of a new qualifying heating system. Call Carolina Heating Services at 864-232-5684 for your free system. At Carolina Heating Service, comfort matters. They're dedicated to making sure your house, office, or business is comfortable any time of the year. Regular maintenance is the best way to prevent breakdowns, especially when the weather is at its worst. The trusted technicians at Carolina Heating Service can keep your system running smoothly. And what better way to stay comfortable than with this limited-time offer, a free carrier AC system with the purchase of a new qualifying heating system. Call Carolina Heating Service today, 864-232-5684. Athletes and active people wear out their joints as they age. For medically appropriate patients, the Surgery Center at Pelham offers a low-cost option for joint replacement to avoid a hospital stay and offers the capability to go home the same day. I'm Dr. Frank Armacita. If your joints are worn out after years of golf, tennis, cycling, or weekend warrior activities, I believe our staff at the Surgery Center at Pelham can make a difference in your life. Visit the Surgery Center at Pelham online at newkneereplacement.com. There are two things every parent wants when their child goes to college. For their child to do well and a way to afford it. Now, with Discover Student Loans, parents can have the best of both worlds. Not only do our loans cover up to 100% of school-certified costs with zero fees, but we'll give them a cash reward for each new student loan if they earn at least a 3.0 GPA or equivalent. That means every A in history or B in math could help them earn a cash reward for good grades. Just one of the many ways we treat you like you'd treat you. 
Apply now in 15 minutes or less at discoverstudentloans.com. Limitations apply. It's Mattress Firm's Memorial Day sale, where we guarantee you'll love your mattress with a 120-night money-back guarantee. And you'll love Mattress Firm's savings, too. Save up to $1,000 store-wide on the latest sleep technology from Beautyrest, Serta, and others. Plus, save up to $400 on select adjustable bases and get up to two free pillows only during Mattress Firm's Memorial Day sale. For offer details, visit mattressfirm.com slash circulars. Product offers and prices may vary in Hawaii and Alaska. It's the Roy Philpot Show. And now back to Roy and Ben on 105.5 The Roar. Second hour continues. Final segment here. 60 minutes after that. I want to talk some about what Dabo had to say apparently earlier this week at the Greenwood Prowl and Growl. Got a little text from Zach late last night. I was going to hit the sack. It was 9.20. Yeah, I was going to hit the sack. I was going to bed. And this little thing popped up. It had been a long day. Sure. little thing popped up in there. And uh, it was a text. I don't even know where you got it. You were aggregating content last night via text. Absolutely. (laughs) A little different than trying to publish it as your own to thousands of people. No. But what Dabo had to say is eerily similar to what I've been talking about here for the last 18 months or so, right? You with me on that? Yeah. I mean, so you read it, you're like, holy crap. I was like, Phil has yeah. been saying this. It's going to be difficult to sleep. <laughs> did you mention it this morning on your little morning show? I think I read it like 10 times. You read? Oh, did you really? Oh, yeah, he wanted me to. Did you really? Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's get to that. We may get to that here at the end of this segment, and then we're going to hit it hot and heavy in our third hour. Happy to read it again. Okay. All right. 654-7627, the phone number. 654-ROAR. At the end of the day, here's where we are with this whole media deal. People don't care. No. They just want their content hot and heavy. Yeah. And they wanted it yesterday. They don't care where it comes from. They don't care how it gets to their smartphone. They just want it. The second that news happens, they want to be told about it. They don't care really and truly about the source they don't care how deep it goes. Just give them the 411 to let them know what's happening. Have it be right for the most part. And they're satisfied. And it speaks a little bit to the attention deficit disorder mentality that we all have. Where 10 or 15 years ago, Zach, I'll read a thousand word essay on a website telling me why Clemson beat NC State by a point on a last-second field goal. Mm-hmm. I'm not willing to do that anymore. For whatever reason, if my team wins, A, that's what I care about the most. B, I'm interested in hearing or watching what somebody had to say afterwards. C, I kind of care a little bit about the box score. But D, I'm too busy to go through and read your 1,500-word gamer. They're not willing to let you read that for free anymore. You got to pay for a lot of that. Well, stuff. sometimes. I mean, if you look, if you've got a gamer behind a paywall, you're operating like it's 2005. Give me a call and we'll we'll talk about it. I'll, I'll straighten you up real quick. <laughs> I mean, honestly, if you're putting a game recap behind a paywall, you're totally missing the boat. I mean, you, are, are you still on MySpace? Are you aggregating content on MySpace? That's probably what you're doing. Who are your top five friends? <laughs> you were a MySpace guy, weren't you? Not really. You no. were on there though, yeah. I, I was on there for like a year, I think. And and I would put my little MP3 there. You could play it. 
and you know you do the yeah. little thing. I outside of that, I mean, there was no point Did you to delete it. it. You just stopped doing it. No, I deleted. There's no my. There's no Roy Philpot MySpace page out there. We're about to find out. No, that's fine. You do your little Google. But I, I don't have time to read your investigative journalism piece on why Clemson held on to beat NC State in overtime to keep its playoff hopes alive. I don't have time to do that. And if you do give me some kind of lengthy read there, I'm going to skim it. And I'm going to go, this paragraph, I like this one, I like this one, I like, you know, I don't have time. I don't have time to do it. And that speaks to the overall mentality of, of society right now. I think as a result, a direct result of social media. I don't have to read my newspaper, sit down and have breakfast, talking to the family and understand what happened in the world last night. I wake up and before I get out of bed in 60 seconds or left, less, I've got the ability to find out every breaking story. What you got? You can find some weird stuff on the internet. Oh, uh, me? Oh, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. Did a couple of YouTube videos back in the day. Huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 You got that. They have your home address on here. God almighty. <laughs> Are you serious? I, yeah. How yeah, do I get rid of that? I don't know. All right. Well, let's not talk about got that. Got a very anymore. dated picture of you without a beard. Oh, yeah. this is good times. <laughs> is, this connect, is this connected to the printer? No, let's is not it? do that. <laughs> is it? I want you to pay more attention to what I'm talking about. I'm in. I'm 100% focused. Because we, we, you don't have the time to do it. I don't have the time to do it. Mm -hmm. And it's got to the point where we don't have the time to realize we don't have the time. And it's a scary spot to be in. And if you think about it, I mean, really, if you want to alarm yourself, you kind of, the, the entire deal is going down a road where the waters are muddied at best mm -hmm. because we don't take the time that we used to, to understand complex stories. And this is even outside of sports. And we're talking about politics, deeper things that matter a lot more than what we talk about here day in and day out. And this should all be for entertainment purposes, right? I mean, we're, we're here to entertain. Sure. It's not life or death. Actually, it is. If you're listening to the show, you know what it is, right? That's why you listen to the show, because you know how passionate we are about it. But in all seriousness, it's not. And so we're looking for the next hot take without really thinking about it in a deeper manner for ourselves to formulate our own opinions. That's a dangerous spot to be in. It's a dangerous place. It's a slippery slope, especially if we're talking about real world issues and, and you know, outside of the sports world which is now big business, so it's real world and it's a big deal. It's a huge deal. I don't know how this isn't just just making you live it. As yes. a guy who did this for a living, you created your own content for a living on your own website. How does this not just grind your gears, just make you upset? You don't want to even talk about this. You're so upset about it. The aggregation of the yeah. content. The Greenville News came up with the content. Was it Manny Robinson that came up it with is. it? It's Manny. Yeah. Who's on this who's on the station? He uh, was on Quagan Kelly with him, second segment okay. today. All right, all right. Uh maybe we'll ask him. Uh just say is this okay? And we'll ask him. I mean, if it's getting him more eyeballs, why wouldn't it be? Even though we had somebody calling the show and think that it belonged to a Clemson website. Yeah, Tigernet did that. There was a great article, Roy, on Tigernet, Big Game Hunter. And this great piece on Hunter Renfro. Ooh. 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 That kind of makes you cringe if you're the guy that really did that. I mean, he worked hard on that. He had to. It was right. 11 but, but, but he's benefiting as well because the clicks come from that particular site. He gets more eyeballs on it. He gets more eyeballs, doesn't get the credit. 
but he gets the credit if the eyeballs are there, right? He gets the credit and you get the clicks and you get the ad revenue, I suppose. You don't get probably the kind of brand awareness that you're trying to build as a journalist. Does he get the credit? Because your boy that called in literally did the same thing. It clicked on it, went to the other website and still was under the impression that it was a, a, a Tiger Net original. Say that again. The guy that called in. Right. Josh and Liberty. the same thing I did. Yes. Clicked on it, went to the other website, right. viewed it. You still thought it was that, that same Clemson was under site. the impression it was a, it was a, a Clemson original, a Target original. So, in the world of journalism, and I just read an article about this this morning, so this is not a unique thought, and I don't want to aggregate content from somebody else. You can we'll be citing everything. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, I heard this 284 days ago. <laughs> I read an article this morning amid all the layoffs that occurred at ESPN two weeks ago. And even bringing this here locally where, you know, there have been some changes uh, in the local media. I believe Brad Sink have hosted a show yesterday morning and used to be at Orange and White, uh, as did his buddy Dan Hope, I, I believe. And everything has kind of changed there. Mm -hmm. uh, I think, you know, because, you, you know, they're consolidating. They're trying to do different things. And um, I totally lost my train of thought with that. What was I saying? I was reading something. You were reading something. You're about to rip them off and, and use it as your own. Right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Amid all the layoffs and the way that media is changing, the one thing I've heard more recently, and it's a drum I've banged here on the show, but from people that are a lot smarter than me nationally, globally, it's more important than ever before to build your brand as a journalist. And what that means at a deeper level, building your brand while kind of ignoring what your employer's brand is trying to put out there. So at that point, you create so much value for yourself that your employer, when forced at making layoffs or making tough decisions, say, well, wait a second. No, we can't. We can't lose this component because this is what this individual brings to the table that people consume and they can't get enough of. So that journalist has built his brand to the point to where you're so valuable that even amid layoffs and declining revenue, there's no way we can get rid of this individual because that's just going to be the end of the line. Isn't and that you being Ed Werder? No. Ed Werder wasn't an NFL insider for He, he was an NFL and insider and he, did a, and he did a really good job. But his brand, well, I think, was very much in bed with ESPN. Does ESPN survive without Ed Werder? Absolutely. Sure. Is he replaceable? I mean, absolutely. You, honestly, Zach Gore could go there. No disrespect to Ed because he had built his – I get it. He built a niche and done these things. But he, he did one thing. He reported from Valley Ranch for the Dallas Cowboys. He covered a, you know, some sports that occurred in the Metroplex. Mm -hmm. But for the most part, he wasn't breaking a ton of news. He wasn't delivering earth-shattering reports. He's merely reporting on what's happening. That's as fair. much as I like him, and, and I've talked with him before, he was replaceable, right? So we tie this back now to what we're talking about in aggregating content. Manny Robinson comes up with that video, which we think is sensational, and it's good. And I want to watch it again and again. I, I like it. And he's getting the eyeballs from the Clemson website that's sending the traffic to that, that video. But in many respects, just like Josh and Liberty implied here on the show, he thought it was that video belonged to the Clemson website and is probably not concerned too much with who actually made it. Greenville News, Manny Robinson.
So in the aggregation of content, unless you're making it as the aggregator, very prominent who actually produced the video, his brand is not being constructed the way that it truly should be. Yes, they get the benefit of the clicks. Yes, they get the benefit of those eyeballs. But to the average viewer who doesn't have enough time to care about who actually made it. You're already committed in 11 minutes to that video. You're not reading who, who did it. Absolutely. Yeah. So, in a way, it's good because the bottom line is you want the clicks and the views. In a way, it's bad because the building of his brand, which is vital in this day and age for all journalists, and it's more important now than ever before, it's, it's not necessarily being tarnished, but it's not being constructed. It's not being lifted up the way that it should be because people don't know that that's actually him that's doing it mm -hmm. because we don't have time to figure it out, especially when content is being aggregated. You tell me what's right or wrong there. I don't know. It's a, exactly. It's a area. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, it, yeah. So uh, there's some good and there's also some bad. I, honestly, truthfully, I, I'm not smart enough to tell you what makes the most amount of sense. If it's the bottom line for that particular newspaper or website, they're going to get some value out of that. For the individual that actually produced the content who's not being given the proper amount of credit, it doesn't do anything to advance their cause in this space for their career long term. Okay? I could barely handle the naked dude on top of a shark conversation. This one is way over my head. Your head's about ready to oh, explode. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Dang. All right. Second hour of the books. I, you know, I wish I was smart enough to tell you what's right or wrong there. I, was, I wish I was smart enough to tell you, well, the internet can police itself. And if this is deemed unethical, it'll go away. You can't police everybody. Not everybody has a content conscience. You know, they just don't have it. And then again, there's some benefits for people whose content is being aggregated across the internet like this. I don't know. No easy answers. It will make your head explode. It's like walking out of consecutive SATs or ACTs. <laughs> oh, man, that hurt. You know, your brain just feels like mush. How many times did you take the SAT? Like three times. Three times? Yeah, three times. My goodness. Yeah, I took it early. I took it middle, and I took it late, and the score didn't go up. So I was like, I'm done. <laughs> take it by 1140. I'm going home. It is what it is. Uh, hour three coming up. Did you hear what Dabo had to say last night? Because if you didn't, it's going to sound pretty familiar if you've listened to this show.